Welcome back to an emergency episode of Jesse's Girls. I'm your host, Jesse Chambliss. You might hear some added Lindsay Lohan rasp today. Um, I have been sick. I lost my voice shortly after announcing that I was going to do this episode. And so as fate would have it, I needed to go on vocal rest like Mariah, giving a shout out to all the girls. Um, but I'm here. I can talk. And um, I'm really excited, nervous, vomiting, screaming, throwing up um, about this topic today. And I'm joined by dear friend of me personally and of the pod, Troy McKeady. How are you feeling? Good. I'm actually not sick and I'm not losing my voice for once. Like that's that's a real role reversal. <laughs> I know, right? I'm cough drop curl today and you're usually you're cough drop curl. girl. I know. I love that. How's I know. Um, I feel like, honestly, like I've gotten some of your podcast spirit in me today. Yeah. Yes, I feel it. I can feel the energy. I'm feeling good. And I haven't said this yet, but we are talking about Britney Spears. We are. Yes. Um, <laughs> so if for some reason you don't know uh, one or both of us or whatever, I know that um, there might be people who are listening for the first time because of this topic. Um, I want to give a little bit of a disclaimer on behalf of Troy and me and Troy, of course you can chime in, but um, we've talked about this. Um, we are both Britney Spears fans. We, um, you know, like many other people, she has deeply impacted us in special ways um, in many different times in our lives. So I just want to say a few things. We are going to be talking about her personal life right now. Some things that, just aren't adding up to us things that might be a little bit concerning or questionable. Um, this does not mean that we are going to be talking about outlandish and unfounded conspiracy theories about clones, about the fact that she died in a car crash in 2001. <laughs> we are not going to discuss mind control in an overt, overt sort of sci-fi way. Um, we're also not going to speculate about any diagnoses regarding her mental health because we are not physicians, mental health professionals. We are fans. And so because of that, I wanted to make it loud and clear. Um, if you are here for any of those aforementioned things, this is not the episode for you and I wish you well. <laughs> um, we are biased. And so some of the things we say will skew pro Britney, of course. Um, that goes without saying. Um, we, uh, I want to say that everything we, we discuss is alleged or of, of opinion, right? Um, we will, of course, be speculating because we are biased humans, but we will not be speculating for the fact of doing so just for the sake of it. We're going to take a pretty objective as far as we can look at some things that we have noticed uh, post-conservatorship. Any plausible rumors, blind items will be considered. We will get into facts. Uh, we will get into things like her marriage, her wedding, her home, her Instagram, court documents, and of course, the recent Nobu incident. <laughs> Troy, did, did, I, did I cover everything? Do you have anything you want to add? I can't. I mean, you literally just killed it. I couldn't think of a better way to say it. Uh, I guess the only thing that I wanted to add was just that 
you know, I don't, I think the tough thing is that nobody knows what's actually going on. So I just don't want to have this conversation and like hope people are coming into it thinking that like some questions are going to be answered. We're really just like having a talk about like feelings. Like we are truly having like a, an emotional kiki just about everything that's going on, but nobody has answers. Yeah. And, um, there are people who I think are genuinely really concerned about this and, um, have been putting things together that don't make sense and they don't make sense to the point that it can't be ignored. And I totally get that. But like you said, I think that there are also people who are, is the term muddying the waters? <laughs> is that yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. They are muddying the waters with like wild conspiracies that are just like so out of control mm-hmm. that it's almost like, like you're wasting a lot of people's time. Exactly. And if, you're detracting from anything positive for Brittany. Exactly. Yeah. Like you, you, you're like taking out your true crime, your love of true crime on this girl's life. Cause you want this to be like the new serial. Yeah. And that's not what this is. This isn't like a true crime podcast. It's a person's actual life. Yeah. And it's not a law and order episode. Yes. So agreed. Thank you, Troy, for adding that piece in. But don't fret. We are going to get in some th- into some things. Yeah. I I definitely um, put my little research hat on about things that we know and we can control and that are able to be obtained um, through reasonable sources, right? And and it'll all make sense here in a moment once we get into it. So, absolutely, Troy, I agree with you. Um, I just want to say to want to add one more thing. Um, you can speculate in a healthy way without bullying, without being ableist, without saying she's crazy, she's insane, talking about her appearance in a negative way. Um, there is a healthy way to speculate. Um, and when you speculate in a healthy way, um, it can be a, a good point of conversation for fans. It can be a really positive thing. It can also help to dispel rumors because if you speculate in a healthy way, someone who might actually have an answer for something might be able to help you help lead you to um, an objective fact truth that you can see and is real. Okay. So without further ado, um, I wanted to start with Brittany's marriage. Brittany's marriage to Sam, and we'll talk about Sam the individual later, but uh, Brittany's marriage to Sam is a big point of contention in the fandom. Mm -hmm. Are they married? Are they not? I want to get your opinion first, Troy, before I dig into some of the um, interesting things that I did to find out about their marriage. Um, Well, as you know, if you listen to me talk about Brittany at any point in the past, you know, couple years, I have never been a Sam girl. Mm -hmm. I've always felt like Sam was almost so glaringly um, odd. His placement in her life was always so blatantly odd. I almost feel like it's so absurd that, like, it somehow went over people's heads. Like, the absurdity of it was almost so obvious that it became too obvious. Like, it, it Sam is a fembot. I've said it a million times. He's a robot. Like... He's a plant. I'm sorry. And 
I don't buy the story of how he came into her life. It is it's got conservatorship written all over it that they just fell in love on this music video set and like so and so asked for so and so's number. That's not how Britney Spears dates. She doesn't go study. So that's not true. She's not Sandra D. Like that's you know what I mean? Like are we really that dense? And then the fact that he came into her life during the conservatorship. It doesn't feel like Jamie ever had any real problem with Sam. He never fought him on anything. It's a little odd considering Jamie's relationships with all of her other all of the other men in her life. It's odd that Sam was so like I mean, I won't, I don't know if I would say he was so accepted, but he was just like there was no fight against Sam. And then Sam transitioned into her post-conservatorship life swimmingly, just perfect little, you know, transition. He saved her. He's the knight in shining armor. And now he's like, you know, like decked out head to toe and like designer clothes all the time and looks impeccable. And I'm just like, it's just, it's giving Fimbot to me. Yeah. And you know, that raises a big question too. Um, we've seen lots of uh, Britney YouTubers and content creators. Um, Jordan Miller, Breathe Heavy, gets mm-hmm. cease and desist letter, letters from Lou Taylor. Mm-hmm. Why is Sam this person who publicly really supports Britney mm-hmm. and wants her to be free publicly? Um, why has he never been attacked by TriStar? It, like, make it make sense. <laughs> that part is really puzzling to me because they they would tear down everyone they did not approve of. We've and seen it. Think about it. He has nothing. He, like, outside of Britney, he has no career. It's not like he's some wealthy person that could afford to go up against TriStar. Like, if they wanted to squish him, they easily could have squished him, you know? Like, yeah. And I just, and I've, I've heard people say like, you know, well, he spoke out against her dad. Okay. What does that mean? Like, what is that supposed to mean? Because he said a couple naughty words about Jamie on the way to his car while he had clearly called the paparazzi to follow him to his car. Amazing. Wow. Like, I, I just, I don't buy it. I don't. I know. So do you think... That they are legally married. Um, <laughs> I think that the legality behind Britney's marriage is is more business than anything, and I feel like we may never know legally what really is going on behind the scenes when it comes to her marriage because it's business and. I don't think that she got married with heavy quote fingers to Sam for the reasons that that we or maybe even she thinks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a lot of thoughts about that wedding, and I just don't think that any of it is what we thought it was. Yeah. I don't know if I think that they're married, but if they are, I think that the reasons are suspect. Yeah. We'll get into the wedding here in just a second, but I do want to mention uh, something that I did. (laughs) I wanted to um, find out, are they legally married? You know, that is a question that in this whole, you know, shared universe of Britney question marks that we have right now, we might be able to find out. So Mm -hmm. I looked into some California marriage law and um, while California marriage records are public, they may be significantly difficult to obtain due to the personal nature of the information within. 
So uh, government orgs often offer marriage verification letters rather than original marriage records because marriage records must remain intact and unchanged with regard to the people involved in the marriage. Um, If changes need to be made, these records are critical to that procedure. So what you can do, though, is request a sort of um, copy, right? Uh, Or these verification letters, whatever. Well, when you go to the county clerk's uh, website, which they were married in Ventura County. And so you have to go specifically to Ventura County and their county clerk's office. You can um, try and request a marriage verification letter. But there is a thing in California, which I couldn't find out a lot of information about what would um, actually determine if this is or not, but you can have a confidential marriage in the state of California. So I don't know, uh, um, you know, and and once again, we're not experts in this at all. I just did a little bit of research from California state website. So this is all stuff that I pulled from there. Um, So if you are a legal expert and you could maybe explain some of this, we would love follow up. We we want to follow up on this. We want to be able to give updates. um, And, you know, we are not acting as if we know everything. So I did email the county clerk um, and I tried to call. And so I have not received any information yet. But if I do, I can guarantee that I will post it. I will put it up there with all within, uh, you know, regards to the law, right? I will inform you all of what I find out. So here is why I think it might be plausible that Brittany is not legally married. Okay. Um, And and this is just trying to be objective, not as a fan. Mm -hmm. Um, Brittany was wronged by the California court system. She has a distrust of government, rightfully so. I could see Brittany as a spiritual person. If you're a fan of Brittany, you know she was a, she is a spiritual person. Um, she she has even talked about, supposedly on her Instagram, her sort of spiritual journey with God after all of this stuff. But either way, something that has been a common thread in Brittany's whole career in life is spirituality, Christianity, whatever you want to call it. Um, I could see her symbolically getting married to Sam, mm-hmm. right? Without the legality behind it, like a like a civil ceremony. Um, also, you know, there were questions about their prenup and it was reported by like, you know, all the sources that have, have quote sources close to them, um, that there was an ironclad prenup. Mm -hmm. And I do remember that being like a thing that people talked about a lot, you know, like the prenup and make sure Brittany gets a prenup, um, in the really vulnerable state that she was in and with the magnifying glass that was on her the way that the literally the entire world including the supreme court was looking at that relationship um obviously i think getting a prenup is one of the first things that they would do like i don't think that it makes it any less weird because they had one and i never thought that like not having a prenup would have been way too fucking obvious for people who are geniuses at stealing money. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, you know, and I don't know if a prenup is public record, um, but supposedly they have one. So that yeah. would imply that they're married. Right. But once again, this this isn't something that you can find out just by theorizing, right? Like mm-hmm. someone who actually knows who is close to them, Brittany or Sam, has to be the one to confirm that. And according to them, from what we know, they are married. 
But that doesn't mean that the wedding wasn't weird as fuck. Mm -hmm. So I know you have a lot of thoughts. I want want you to take this one, Troy. Um, And of course, I'll chime in because I have questions that I haven't heard you ask yet. Um, So because I know you've talked about this on um, in other avenues, but I do want to hear, you know, your kind of overarching thoughts like, um, you know, from kind of give us a, a synopsis of what didn't make sense about the wedding to you and what is still puzzling. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, like there's so many things. Um, so the wedding just generally was very puzzling to me. None of it yeah. felt organic or natural or real or honest. Like it just felt very odd. It felt staged. It felt like a production. It felt like it was put together by a group of people that were trying to like pull the wool over people's eyes. Um, and they did that by presenting this like Yahtzee random group of women, female celebrities that were supposed to sort of represent Britney's return to Hollywood or whatever. Like, you know, her return to like her friends. She can hang out with her girls. You know what I mean? Like it was just so presented. I think that's how I, I explained it when it happened. It was like, it just feels very presented whatever that even means you know and based on some of Britney's posts on her Instagram um a lot of people have put together that maybe Britney didn't even know that that was supposed to be a wedding and certain things that she was wearing and stuff it was like a a lot of people believe that they she may have thought it was just a birthday party and she also speculated there she also said on her Instagram that she didn't know who was going to be there. And she was so shocked to see these people. And it's like, who put this together that they didn't tell you who was coming to your wedding? And I mean, even with like that group of people that they show, the Paris and the Drew and the, the, the group photo that we've all seen, that even with that, when you look at the other people like behind them, it looks like this weird, tiny little like awkward party that Britney would probably stay at for five minutes if she, if if she attended it, like Ansel Elgore is like twerking in the corner. This is not a Britney Spears wedding. Like what the, like, are you kidding me? And I I don't think that she knew she was getting married that day. I really believe that. I believe that they, in quotes, surprised her with a wedding. Yeah. Um, so a couple of my questions are, uh, well, one, just to kind of confirm what you're saying, Paris Hilton was on, was it Fallon? I, I don't remember which late night show, but when she talked about how she was supposed to DJ something for the president mm-hmm. and she turned it down because of Britney's wedding. Yeah. Well, that would imply that she didn't know that Britney's wedding was happening until last minute, right? Because she had this thing booked mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, sorry, like I can't, you know, I got to go to Britney Spears's wedding. Mm-hmm. Why would you not know about one of the biggest celebrity in the world's weddings so far in advance that you wouldn't have a, a conflict? You're Paris Hilton. She's Britney Spears. We're talking about the president. These are three hard hitters, right? right. There's not going to be a scheduling conflict. You will know your schedule. And Paris claims that she talks to Britney all the time. They're good Judys. They text and Kiki and they carry on. And she knows a side of her that she wishes we all could see. So she didn't tell you she was getting married. Right. 
Maybe she, she didn't know. Maybe they do talk. No. Yeah, mm, maybe, maybe they do talk in that way, but she, Brittany legitimately didn't know herself. Exactly. You know, Troy, there were a few people missing from the wedding too. If they're going to put together this cast of girlies who love Brittany, um, one of the most vocal free Brittany people was Miley Cyrus. Mm-hmm. Miley Cyrus, you know, you can speculate about ties to, you know, Larry Rudolph and black box security and all that kind of stuff. But if we're just basing purely on optics here, why was Miley Cyrus not at the wedding? Absolutely. And if, it's no sense. And if there was a scheduling conflict, which could have happened since it was apparently last minute, why wouldn't Miley have said something about that? Like right. my Miley, regardless of where Miley is in her career now, we know that historically she has been a Britney fan girl. Mm-hmm. Like no one gets guest verses from Britney. <laughs> And right. she got one on bangers. Will I am got one. Rihanna got one. But like that's, I mean, you don't really get a guest verse from Britney Spears. Like it's just yeah. not a thing. Um, and Miley was able to secure one, obviously because of Larry Rudolph. But still, um, that didn't make sense. And you know who else wasn't there? Troy, Kate Hudson. Yeah. Britney's <laughs> like she loves Kate Hudson. Constantly posting about Kate Hudson. Yeah. Why wasn't she there? I made the point that I was, when I was still kind of being like hopeful and like blinded, I was like, you know, I thought it was weird that given her newfound freedom, like this is a woman who's been in the industry for her entire life. She has connections. This is a woman who's created careers for people. She's created careers for producers and writers and like, like her connections and her ties in Hollywood are like very deep. I mean, even with just like stylists and hair and makeup people and wardrobe people, former dancers, choreographers, like where are all, where were any single one of those people? This is a person who like had all of her friends basically excommunicated out of her life And then she supposedly has all this newfound freedom and she's been reconnecting with people and not a single person from her past was it, was invited. I just, it's so obvious to me. It's so obvious. And also we've seen Britney Spears get married. We literally know what it looks like for Britney Spears to like do a wedding and everything about Britney's wedding to Kevin Federline was so Britney. I mean, it is, when you look at the dress, the, the second dress that was like a tiny little short club dress, like it is all the fried chicken at the fucking reception. And you know what I mean? Like the black roses, it is Britney. It's a Britney wedding, you know? That was not like a Britney moment. Yeah. And like, obviously people change, of course, but what we know of Brittany now, she loves anything like French. She loves <laughs> Tuscan inspired architecture, you know, those little touches like, I, you know, were they there? We, we obviously didn't get to see every aspect of the wedding, of course, but I don't know. It, it does raise questions. Um, I know you also have thoughts on, speaking of weddings uh, and marriages, uh, Jason Alexander. I'm so happy that you went straight to him. That was what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. So 
again, my thoughts on Jason Alexander have never changed. I, of course, I think that he is a wild renegade, Tasmanian devil, crazy person. Scumbag. Coming out of his ears, eyes on springs, Looney Tunes, Animaniacs, like full on. But he's known this woman for a really long time and he knows a lot about her and a lot about her family. And it's worth hearing whatever he has to say just to get the information. Do you know what I mean? Just to like know what the fuck he's saying. And revisiting the stuff that Jason Alexander said when he broke into her home um, is odd, given now what we know about her living situation. And I remember him saying that, for one thing, her house was, like, empty and that it looked vacant, like, no, like people hadn't been, like, living in it. And, um, and that the, it looked like the wedding was, like, a show. Like, it was, like, some, like a fake, weird, like, event, like a weird fake party at a house that nobody really lives in. Yeah. And given what we know now, like those details do add a little bit to the fact that like the house stuff is weird. Yeah. You know, like her living situation is very strange. Also, she is one of the biggest stars on the planet. Mm -hmm. She has this like newfound freedom. Mm -hmm. Um, She needs to feel like protected and safe. How was he able to just walk on the property? Yeah. And walk in her home and walk through her hallways and open her bedroom door and talk to a bunch of people. Talk to a bunch of people who were like, hey, man, we saw the live video of him just interacting with, like, staff members. Yeah. Now, this – okay, so I have an event planning background, okay? And if this were normal – like event happening out in the wild. Um, Sometimes they're kind of poorly planned in terms of security and clearance and all that kind of stuff. And that can really happen. You know, Mm -hmm. like a man like Jason could walk in and be like, Hey, what's going on? And people like who are just there, they're just being staffed. They're just the caterers or whatever could easily like be like, Oh yeah, it's back there or direct him somewhere. If he asks a question. Totally. Yeah. Events I was planning though, were not for Britney Spears. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So just to reinforce how odd that is, um, I've, I've worked con like concerts for major artists. I, you know, it, it's not easy. It isn't, it isn't, um, when you're in a public place to, to get past things, if you know what you're doing, but this is a private residence. Mm-hmm. It's very different whenever it is in a scenario like this. It, it, it just is baffling to me. Um, and once again, I just want to reiterate that we might not have answers here, but I think that these are important questions that are unanswered and are bizarre. Yes, absolutely. And again, I just want to reiterate, like when it comes to like getting more information and piecing it together, I'll take it from where I can get it. Yeah. I I have to listen to a slack jawed Jason Alexander. Give me information. I'll do it. If it means that I'm going to learn more. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're at a point now where we got to take what we can get. Well, and also he 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 went live. Like we saw yeah. a video of him just talking to people and yeah. walking through her house. So like even if he, you know, is who he is, he he gave us the proof. He gave us a video. And that's more than TMZ's giving us. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Which seems to be our only Britney source these days, aside from her Instagram. Yeah. But so speaking of the house, <laughs> um, earlier this year, so after the wedding, Britney Spears purchased a new home in Calabasas. Okay. Um, nice, beautiful, giant, bigger than she already had in Thousand Oaks home. Okay. Um, we have never seen any video of Brittany in that home when she's twirling and dancing and like doing what she wants to do, having fun, posing in front of the tree, you know, doing, doing Brittany things. Um, it's all from the old home still. Mm-hmm. So Sam did an ask me anything on his Instagram, um, which was, uh, just in the stories, but quickly deleted. And someone asked him, you know, this was, this was four day, uh, five days ago. So December 5th, we're recording on December 10th. He, uh, someone asked him like, why are you in the old house? And he said, quote, it was hard for us to adjust. It took us that change. Yo, he meant to say to realize and appreciate what we already had. Well, that is fine and dandy. Sure. But we have a whole second home. We've also seen that he has a full gym set up in the second home in the garage, like similar to what he had at the Thousand Oaks home. Okay. Any content that is filmed from both of them, it appears is in the old home. If I'm mistaken, please someone correct me. I do not mind. Um, but they just have this vacant home. Now it's not like they bought a vacation home. The, the two homes are roughly 14 miles apart. Okay. I mapped it. Cause I don't, I don't, you know, I, I wanted to see the geography. I was like, maybe, <laughs> maybe, you know, it, it was like in a super different area of Southern California. No, it, they're 14 miles apart. So it, there's a lot of theories that they live apart. I don't know. What do you, what do you make of, of what we know? Well, I just find it very odd that a woman who has this insanely traumatic tie to this home, a home where she was bugged, where her father was listening to her for over a thousand hours in her bedroom where you know that there were like cameras watching her do shit and where she's had forced therapy. I just can't fathom that she wouldn't then want to leave that home. I know. Uh, Doesn't make any sense to me like at all. Like I just find it so absurd To me, what it feels like is that these people are literally trying to sell us, like, shit on a platter. Like, it's shit on a Tiffany's platter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it Mm -hmm. is just so absurd. And I'm, like, offended by how absurd it is, I feel. Do you know what I mean? I do. You know. It's just ridiculous. The only like devil's advocate I'm going to play here just because I'm trying to be objective. So don't come for me, people. Don't come for me. I'm just trying to like somewhat play devil's advocate here because I want to, I want to not put on my tinfoil hat. 
totally like i want i want things to be good i I mean i don't think that they are but i want them to be and so and i'm not even an optimistic person as you know um if you are tied to a place that caused you a lot of trauma it is easy to fall back into that place because it is your body tricks you into thinking trauma is safety right so like familiar um that is the only reason that i could think that they are still in the old home and that is just me purely trying to think of any reasonable explanation for this because it is weird i think that that's completely fair because i thought about that too so once again um i went to three years of law school and passed the bar in a day and i looked up some information about um like real estate records in california you ready i'm ready California citizens and residents, which neither of us are, so if you are, listen up, can obtain property records from the government agencies that maintain them. Typically, California property records are under the local county rec- uh, recorder's purview. However, the public can find property records at the county clerk's office in some instances. Also, property tax records are typically available at the local tax assessor's office. The only reason I bring this up is because I want to know if the Thousand Oaks home was ever put on the market. Mm-hmm. It's that, it's worth pondering. It's worth pondering. Yeah, absolutely. Be- because if it wasn't, because when you were, regardless of whether you're a celebrity in your financial situation, like people put their house on the market before they even buy, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like, it's a, it's what you do. It's a common practice because you never know how long it's going to take to sell. Um, you know, Brittany can afford to have both homes. So mm-hmm. it's not really a concern of that. It's more of just the, um, you know, when you do have multiple homes, you have to maintain them. You have to do this, this, that, and that. It costs more money because you have to, because of the upkeep, right? So it's just, it's kind of a relief whenever you put your house on the market and it sells and you can just like move into your new home. Mm-hmm. If the house was never, if the Thousand Oaks home, the previous home that she's living in with Sam right now, apparently, if that was never listed, that makes me wonder what the motive was buying the new home mm-hmm. and putting out these statements that they wanted a fresh start in their marriage. Like is Sam just like living in a mansion? And, 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 you know, I think that is a fair question to ask. Once again, the only person who can answer that is Brittany. And now listen, I am just going to say something as the resident blind item girl. Okay? Yes, absolutely. And I know exactly what you're going to say. Okay, because I do have to make this point because it just, I feel like it goes hand in hand. Yeah. That, so on my other podcast, Beyond the Blinds, I always say that uh, we basically will say that celebrities have two lives. There's like a public image life. There's like a People Magazine version of their life. And then there's like a blind item version of their life. And they're usually very different. Now, Sam is obviously not a real celebrity, but he's been talked about enough that he does now have a sort of blind item story, like from beginning to end. There's a narrative. And even like way before any of this stuff, when Brittany very first met Sam, the blind item rumor was always that Sam had another girlfriend that everybody knew about. That like everybody knew that Sam had a girlfriend that he was like not really trying to hide, that he was like dating another woman. And this continued, and if you read through Sam's blind items, like, his alleged relationship with this woman continues and continues and continues, and, like, it it really feels like, when you read this shit, it feels like it's true. 
Like he definitely is dating somebody else. And I just wonder if he is just fully living in this fucking mansion with another woman. And, you know, Brittany's nowhere to be to be found. Again, complete, completely spec- speculated, but like, it's just, it's too odd. Yeah. Um, and I know that that woman in reference uh, posted about being in Mexico around mm-hmm. the same time that Brittany and Sam are in Mexico too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I don't know. That's hot. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Let's move on to Nobu. Okay. <laughs> we'll get back to we'll get back to Sam because he deserves some of his own exploration and um Troy has some shit that's really going to rock your world so you're going to want to stay <laughs> till the end with Sam. Um but I, I want to make sure that we address everything because I know we're going to get on a tangent when we talk about that thing. Um, But the Nobu thing is the latest in strange occurrences that make no sense. So I'll kind of, I'll give it, I'll give an overview. Okay. On Brittany's birthday, it was reported that she and Sam went to Nobu for dinner. If you're unfamiliar, Nobu is a celebrity hotspot restaurant. Okay. This is where you go if you want to get pap photos. <laughs> like yeah. Miley Cyrus, uh, two days ago, I think, just walked out with her boyfriend who has a hair that really I don't like. Um, not Miley, the boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> um, they they had pap photos coming out of Nobu. It was late at night. It was like a side door, um, mm-hmm. grainy. Like that's how you do a pap photo. You don't do like a pap walk with beautiful curated photos. Like Miley did it right. She's in an, she's in an album cycle era that she's about to unleash. I can feel it, you know, uh, yeah. new hair. That's just what you do. And so she walks out of Nobu tried and true. Yeah. And she got the grainy pap photos. It was perfect. Okay. Or sometimes you'll see people eat on the, the Nobu is infamous for like a patio. Moment. The patio. Yeah. But you always see people like eating salads, like on the patio and facing out yeah conveniently with sunglasses off <laughs> yeah like a like a sean and camila like kissing you know what i mean like something yeah. like that right like they were in new york so <laughs> that that is very like nobu vibes yeah. well so we got we got a few conflicting accounts and this is before we even get into the tiktok which uh anyway here are the conflicting accounts that we got from sam and Brittany themselves okay sam posted a story he posted two two stories or videos. One was of Brittany. Uh, he was in the kitchen and he was saying, Brittany, we're already 30 minutes late for our reservation, blah, blah, blah. And it was just him with the camera facing him. And then he quickly pans over to Brittany and she is in a white dress. She looks really cute. And um, she's in front of the Christmas tree. And there is a woman who is holding a selfie stick. And she's posing for a photo and they're looking at it, like checking the photo. He flashes her on camera for one second. Um, it did look like Brittany to me. So I'm just going to say that it looks like Brittany to me. Um, and he was like, babe, we got to go. We're going to be late. Like blah, blah, blah. You're doing Instagram content and we have a reservation. He was kind of like rolling his eyes at her, whatever. That's like normal couple behavior out of this context. Um, 
out of this context. So I do that to my boyfriend all the time. Um, so, okay. So they're going to dinner at Nobu. Sam posts on his story later, like his little like sashimi, like sashimi dish. <clears throat> Sorry. And, or whatever he was eating. That was so specific. I'm telling well, I want to, I want to come with the facts, people. There were some raw fish arranged very expensively on a plate, honey. Okay. Um, but we had a video from Brittany saying that she had the flu and she's been sick. And her husband did all these nice things for her and brought her balloons and cake. She was like, thanks, honey. And like, didn't come on camera, basically. Mm-hmm. Why are you going to Nobu if you have the flu? And the the video that he posted of her thanking him or that she took thanking yeah. him for the gifts was like odd. That was yeah, I mean that was weird in itself. Absolutely. That in itself was just I mean, even if only that happened, it would have been still weird. Even if all the other stuff didn't happen and only that video was posted, like that would have been weird because yeah. it was like questionable if it was even Britney's voice it was definitely edited like her voice was sped up it was either sped up or pitched yeah like it was digitally pitched up so that's fucking weird like these are things that are just weird yeah you know what I mean like at a certain point too many weird things happening in a row for an entire year you just can't ignore yeah Okay, a couple of other pieces here. Brittany, in that, and if and, and if I'm wrong, once again, it, Sam posted that video, and Brittany was in the white dress with a selfie stick in front of the tree, and he was like, "We're late for our reservation." I'm assuming I think it was posted around the same time as the Nobu dinner, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Brittany's wearing a very cute white dress, like dinner ready dress, right, like off the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, Well, there was a TikTok posted and she's not wearing that dress. So we're going to come back to the TikTok. So that's how I know that that is fake. If that was posted for her birthday dinner. Once again, it's very hard to get the timelines correct with their social media posting. um, Because it is like, you never really know. Is this an old thing? Is this a new thing? Whatever. Um, So if I'm mistaken, once again, I do not mind if you correct me. um, As long as you come with receipts. Now, um, here's the other thing. We got another video posted. Um by Sam where he's like preparing the whole day to give her like her surprise. Right. He's kind of doing like a, like a silly, like day in the life I'm walking. I ran out of ideas for my wife. So I got to go think of something good type of thing. He gets the cake, he gets balloons, whatever he says. Oh, I got to put the finishing touch on. He puts the, the one birthday candle on it and he says, happy first birthday, whatever. Um, people thought that was weird about the first birthday. It's the year after her conservatorship. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's too weird personally. Um, like it's your first year of freedom, right? right. Um, and she's turning 41. Like it's, it could be very symbolic. I could see Brittany doing that. I think that. Too, actually. Yeah. If it was like from a person that I liked, I thought it was like, it would have been sweet. Exactly. If it was from a person that I liked and had my best interest in mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, at the very, Brittany does not appear in the video until the very end. And she is like behind Sam and she's making like a little antenna with her fingers and like sticking her tongue out. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, she's in a red dress or, or a red like sweater. Her hair looks great. 
she's doing like a little crimp thing with it and she flips it over at one point i don't know if that was intentional or not but you can see her roots Mm -hmm. there are no visible extensions this is all very important i'm saying all this for a very specific reason okay she looks great um so there was a tiktok posted (laughs) by some girl and it basically purported that in Nobu, Brittany walked up to her, picked up her kid, and kissed it. But or no, it was actually her um, her cousin's cousin's friend or something. Like that. It was ridiculous the way that she said it, and people started believing it. Right? It was like, well, can I just say she called her a dumb hillbilly? Yes, yeah, she called her a dumb hillbilly, um, and she called and and she was also like referring to someone else. It wasn't even like a firsthand story, right? She was like, my cousin's cousin's friend went to Nobu, and this happened. Yeah. And she was making it seem like Britney, like basically a crazy redneck came up and and took a person's baby, like snatched it, and certain she made it a point to say it was like kissing the baby on the mouth. Yeah, like she was trying to make it seem like a like a like a basically a crazy woman came up and was aggressive with someone's baby. And here's what's wrong with that: one, Britney was wearing like jeans and like a peasant top or something in those photos mm-hmm. one so if Brittany was going to dinner at nobu and she was wearing that white dress mm-hmm. and in recent videos of Brittany, hair's been did like edges laid like her hair looks good in that in those pictures that this girl posted of Brittany at nobu her extensions were like grown out to her shoulder basically yeah that's not no, and it's not adding up, sweetie. The other thing is, too, if you're so concerned about your child's safety, you have enough time to snap posed photos where Brittany had the time to look at the camera and smile. Mm-hmm. And, like, she also tried to make it seem like for the longest time they just couldn't figure out who this lady is. She's just this crazy hillbilly lady. And she's so manic. Who is she? Bitch. You mean to tell me that you didn't know who Britney Spears was when she walked up to you? My 10-year-old niece knows who Britney Spears is. Give me a fucking break. Get a grip. Someone you- born in 2012 knows who Britney Spears is. You like my you know what I mean? Like yeah. you know who this is. She's like, and then we were like, oh girl. That fishy. We're going to step outside of this for just one moment. And I'm just going to have like a quick, like gay fangirl moment. I'm going to step outside of this. If I saw Britney Spears within a five mile radius of me, I would shot put my child to her. I (laughs) would, I would like discus throw it to her for her to love. She wouldn't even have to ask. And by my child, I mean my dog, Ozzy. Like I would, I would, I would just hand him over to her. Like, of course I knew what you meant. <laughs> but she, I'm just saying resist Ozzy. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. I need to have I need to have like a quick like faggy moment. Okay. okay. Um it does not add up. And I you know what? There there's weirdness around the whole flu and nobu thing in general. There are no pap photos. That's why I mentioned the Miley Cyrus thing. Sam posted that he was at Nobu. Brittany never did. 
it's just weird in general. Like everything about the birthday dinner is weird. None of it makes any logical sense. People have also called Nobu to confirm, and they said that she wasn't there. They literally said she wasn't there. Like, I'm sorry. It's just sloppy. It's not even good. It's not even, like, well executed. That's what's so, like, annoying about this is that it's not even being executed well, whatever they're trying to do. Whoever they is. I don't even know who they is in this scenario. You know what I I mean? I really don't even. Anyway. Okay. We can. I think we can move on. It's clear that the the baby thing absolutely did not happen other people pointed out that this was a photoshopped photo from an old post where britney um was holding a baby which mm-hmm. is um very possible i think and that it's is all a very plausible thing. Yep. there are undeniable like photo like warps in the photo that like if you look at the baby's face it's like warped and it's it's been tampered with like as a person who used to photograph weddings and zoom in on Photoshop for 12 million hours a day, that photo has been tampered with in a shitty way. Not even like good. Yeah. Yeah. So now, um, <laughs> I know we've, we've, we've been going hard and there's still more to cover. Um, so just want to let everyone know we are going to get to Sam a little bit more. We're going to drop a bomb. We are going to talk about Brittany's Instagram more in depth but I also think it's really important to talk about a few things I noticed from the court updates. Okay. okay. So I am once again, no legal expert, <laughs> um, but I did notice a few things that were very odd and these are okay. real documented things. So you can fact check me here. Um, <clears throat> I don't want to be a person that just reads a bunch of things to you, but I think this thread is really important and I do want to, um, read a lot of it to you. Okay. Um, so first of all, uh, if, if you have been following this for a while, you know, that, um, following the, uh, like the legal proceedings, you know, that there was a whistleblower from, um, black box, the security company that was hired in the conservatorship. There was a whistleblower that mentioned that, um, they had been bugging Britney. That's how we found out. New York Times broke that. The That whistleblower provided receipts, um, at least to the New York Times. Um, and so they, they all but confirmed that her room was bugged and there was um, illegal surveillance occurring in her own home planted by Jamie Spears. Okay. So uh, Liz Day is a journalist at the New York Times. She started um, following Brittany's story pretty closely. And um, once again, it doesn't matter your opinion of this individual. She has a thread where she pointed out uh, a really puzzling legal thing that occurred. Um, once again, if you are a legal expert and you can weigh in here, if this is a tactic or not, I would love for you to. Uh, for me, it was alarming. So once again, I'm sorry, I'm going to read a lot. Bear with me here. James Spears lawyer is asking the court to force, this was back in October of 2022. Okay. So just a few months ago, sorry, just want to make that clear. 
Jamie Spears' lawyer is asking the court to force whistleblower um, Alex Vlasov to hand over his evidence of Jamie in black box security surveillance of Britney Spears during her conservatorship. Okay. So once again, Jamie is asking for the evidence, like prove it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So last year when Vlasov went public in the New York Times investigation, alleging that Jamie had planted the security and the surveillance, um, he shared a lot of those things to back up the claims, as I mentioned. And then Jamie was just a few days later suspended as the conservator. So um, once the conservatorship was uh, completely um, terminated by the judge, uh, the case, of course, we know isn't over. There's a lot of money involved. There's a lot of sides here. There's um, Lynn Spears. There's James. There's Lou Taylor. There's a lot of players here who are fighting over money and legal fees. Okay. So Brittany's lawyer, Matthew Rosengart publicly promised his firm would do a deep dive into all of this. Okay. We, we were under the impression last year that Brittany was going to seek justice, not just freedom from the conservatorship. So of course, um, Jamie got a new lawyer, Alex Weingarten. Okay. Who promptly filed for Brittany to pay Jamie's legal fees. So, Jamie filed, this is important, not Jamie, sorry, pardon me, Rosengart filed an objection which summarized Jamie's misconduct, heavily citing Vlasov's surveillance claims as to why Brittany shouldn't have to pay. This is all very important, okay? So we know that there was a whistleblower, that's Vlasov. The conservatorship is over, but Jamie's trying to get money for legal fees and several other things. Brittany's lawyer, Rosengart, files this objection, citing the surveillance claims as reason why they do not need to pay any legal fees. Because even if it's unjust or stupid or whatever, legally, Jamie does have the right to go over, go after legal fees. Okay. So as part of the investigation, Rosengart filed subpoenas to Jamie and Brittany's former business manager, TriStar, about potential financial mismanagement and electronic surveillance. TriStar um, filed to block these subpoenas a court date was set for July of 2022. In response, Jamie tried to depose Brittany to ask about child safety and drug abuse and all this kind of stuff as a reason to throw all of this out. Um, The judge basically said, nope, we're not deposing Brittany, but we are deposing you, Jamie. Okay, great. We are moving forward in justice, right? Seemingly. Um, Jamie also tried to get Brittany's... uh, investigative files that got denied. Um, Basically, um, he's trying to unseal certain documents that would potentially defend Jamie for whatever. Jamie was deposed in August. Um, That's when we heard about Rosengart uh, trying to file settlement. So basically, a settlement for a sum of money that would allow for all of this to just stop. I'm sure Brittany wants peace of mind. Um, I don't think it's weird to ask for a settlement. The settlement was low in my opinion. It was only $7 million, whatever. Um, but, uh, Jamie and TriStar said no way. So this past September 24th marked one year since the whistleblower went public and important legal deadlines have expired. So what this means is there are statutes, statutes of limitations for criminal prosecution that have passed. 
So Liz Day is is the New York Times reporter who has um, been following this closely. She claims that she's asked all levels of law enforcement and there's no indication of an investigation being pursued. It's such a like an injustice. Like it's just it's just wild. So it doesn't make sense that they would drop that. Especially if like the surveillance was a bomb that was dropped, right? Yeah. Um, that part is puzzling to me. Once again, I may not have answers, but I think it's important for people who are listening to this to know that that happened. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to get lost in all of the court filings and the documents because they're really confusing. Things keep getting pushed back. There's a lot of layers to this. Um, huh. um, people are not showing up. Like the free bit Britney movement at this point is like non-existent as far as like people showing up to court hearings and stuff and just like being present and like keeping their foot on these people's throats. And I feel like they know that. And I feel like them, when they made that public declaration of Britney being free, it was really to like call off the dogs. And they knew good and goddamn well that this was very much not over and that, you know, it was just a way for them to kind of like point people's guns away yeah you know what i mean just to kind of have a moment to breathe and figure out how they're going to get out of this and you know and now yeah nobody's nobody is really monitoring what's going on yeah the media is not talking about it at all there's a few other strange things that happened too that i want to make sure that i point out that um just occurred last month so uh in early november rosengart britney's lawyer filed a motion against Jamie Spears and his legal team for sanctions of $20,000 and wants them found in contempt for trying to disclose Britney's private medical records. If you remember, Jamie's lawyers were trying to get Britney's medical records opened to prove that she's crazy, right? Like that's what they're Mm -hmm. trying to do to disclose some sort of diagnosis or whatever that could implicate Britney and make her seem a certain way. I mean, that, that is an absolute like gross tactic. Mm-hmm. So Rosengart files this motion um, and for some unknown reason, it has now been taken off the calendar by Rosengart and never pursued. So there was a court hearing that just happened this past week, um, first week of December, and um, that was not on the on the agenda. Um, also, nothing happened in this court ruling and everything else has been pushed to May 10th, 2023. We are back in the cycle. Started. Yeah. Like we are never out of this goddamn hamster wheel. I know. Oh my God. Also, um, it's important to note that there is a, a judge, Judge Luna, will be ruling over the fee and accounting issues for Brittany during the conservatorship. And apparently she is very like pro father um, historically in all of her case rulings. Um anti-mother it's just really disheartening and it's very like i don't know i don't know if i don't know it's just disheartening and i don't know what it would look like at this point to try and get people as i'm trying to think of the word like the way that we were during Free Britney, where everybody was kind of like on the same page, just wanting the same thing. Now, because this is so blown up and like 
there's so much weirdness going on. It's hard to imagine like her people coming together in a way that could like help. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Um, and a big piece of that too, you know, public perception is, was really important for Brittany being free, right? From the conservatorship. I believe that she's legally free from the conservatorship, but that doesn't mean that there aren't things that are still happening. So I'm not a conspiracy theorist saying that she's still under a conservatorship. Um, you know, there's rumors about a care plan. Um, Rosengart has said there's not a care plan. All of that aside, it's all fishy. Um, and public perception is going to be really important to uncover if there are still things happening that are bad and deceptive. But even if there was no other weirdness outside of Britney's life and there were just the courts and what's happening with the court system right now, there will be some form of corruption because of TriStar. Like TriStar being involved, there will be corruption. There will be people getting cease and desist letters. There will be people getting bribed and paid off. I mean, we've seen it. We had a whistleblower. She was under surveillance against her will. TriStar is an unethical, evil company. Right. Even if none of this other weirdness was happening in Britney's life, they will be involved somehow. So yeah. I just want to make that very clear where we stand on that. The conservatorship is legally on record terminated. Jamie Spears is yeah. not her conservator. TriStar still exists. <laughs> and we know from history the history of this case that the court system is down to do unethical, illegal shit to protect TriStar. So like, you know, at this point, like nothing is too far out of the ordinary because this whole thing has been so illegal that now it's like, uh, it's Pandora's box at this point. They've done so much illegal shit and like, for the most part, gotten away with a lot of it yeah. at this point. You know, it's it's like, oh, all hell has broken loose. Off the top of your head, um, who all in Hollywood, you can just name whoever you think of, but who all in Hollywood is TriStar affiliated with? Who are they connected to? Who do they manage? Who's on the roster? Who have they previously worked with? Like, who do you know? I know the Kardashians. Yeah, I mean, I guess the Kardashians is like the big one, right? Because like those are all individual businesses. Yeah. Like they own, like they're in business with Kylie Cosmetics. They're in business with Skims. Like those are all like good American. They're all individual businesses that they're a part of, which is crazy. Um, and then I used to think Selena, but I guess people have proven that, that they've, they've like debunked that to not be true. Yeah. Um, Megan, the trainer is yes. attached to TriStar. <laughs> Yes, 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 she is with TriStar. And also, there's another really big one that I can't think of right now. It'll come to me. I'll just randomly say it as we're talking. Yeah. And maybe if it would be helpful if we could find some information about that and post it. Um, I don't know. Uh, But I know that they have big connections. I mean, the huge one, obviously, is the Kardashians. Yeah. It's funny that um, for all the time that Kim and Kanye were married or yay, you know, to respect how he wants to be <laughs> referred to. Um, they never tried to get him in a conservatorship. <laughs> they did actually. They did. They did. TriStar did specifically. Yeah. Um, when he was in Wyoming, they uh, planned a uh, conservatorship 
I guess he would like an intervention or something. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. No, you're totally right. The intervention. Yeah, they did. They and Kim had everything lined up to um be his conservator. See, I knew. Okay, now that you're reminding me, I knew Kim did. I didn't know if it was specifically in conjunction with TriStar. Yeah. So yeah, Kim was gonna try and Britney Kanye. Can you imagine? Yeah. Imagine Kim. I don't even want to like let my mind go there. Right, now. I'm too fragile right now. I know. <laughs> <sighs> okay, let's talk about her Instagram. Okay. And I know this one's this one is hard for me. Me too. Because I I really once again we're gonna point out what we have seen and what we know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want to speak for you, Troy. But I think that. You're just as confused as I am. Confused and exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. Now let's, before we get into modern day Instagram, let's go back to Brittany pre-social media. Um, can you just talk about, because I know that you, you've you really um, talked about this in a really good way to help people conceptualize Brittany as a whole person. Can you talk about Brittany's um, website back in the day? Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, back in the day, Britney's website was like a real uh, gateway into like her thoughts and her thought process and what she was feeling. And, you know, that was the way that she really chose to communicate with her fans in like a truly authentic way. Um, Pre-Twitter, pre-Instagram, you know, like MySpace era, I suppose, that was – she would write these like diary entries Um They've now become just known generally as the letters of truth. Um, but for years, she would post these diary entries. And some sometimes they were like poems about like her dad or sometimes they would be um, song lyrics or sometimes they would just be full out, you know, her explaining her behavior. But they were always extremely well put, like well put, um, really easy to understand smart, funny, sarcastic, you know, they she was like really good at expressing herself on the internet. And it just feels so different now. Um but yeah, her website was everything. So I know it might feel different, but before we, you know, dive deep into the Instagram stuff, <clears throat> I do want to say that it was always very autobiographical always very like raw Mm -hmm. sometimes it was very poetic like you mentioned and and like symbolic and and written in you know a a a way that was like literary Mm -hmm. sometimes you had to interpret things too though um especially whenever it was like the poems um not just her like acting as a diary right uh so i think that i see both sides of of you know the instagram thing now when i when i hearken back to those letters and how she Mm -hmm. used to write um i also know that i don't write the same way that i did when i was 20 you know in my 30s um so i i'm trying to i'm not trying to advocate for either way really at all i'm not um i'm just trying to make sense of the captions because if you if you read some of the captions and you put some things together and you look back at um, things that she alludes to, some of them really do make sense. Mm-hmm. But then there are others 
that are they might as well be on planet neptune because yeah. i cannot reach them i cannot get to them mm-hmm. so uh, you know where are you right now with her instagram well um <laughs> to be honest i don't really engage britney's instagram as much as i used to um i just find it to be really frustrating because again, as we've said a million times, there are no answers. So it's like me, like, you know, I call Brittany a human Rubik's cube. And like, I don't know, it just when I go to her Instagram, sometimes it feels like picking up a Rubik's cube and like just trying to solve it all day. And like my head hurts and like, yeah. you know, I'm just like, I, I just, and it's scary sometimes. It scares me and I find it like really haunting and frustrating so I don't really engage it a lot, but I do dip my toe in just so that I know what's going on and then I like step away. Um, so at the moment, I find her Instagram to be really per- – if you want me to be honest, it feels like it's purposely confusing. You can't tell me that her Instagram account isn't designed to confuse people. Yeah. There's just no – there's no way – there's no other way to explain it. If millions and millions of people are looking at her Instagram every day and feeling the same thing, which is confusion and fear, you can't say that everybody feeling that is crazy, especially when all of us are coming at this from like different angles. Like some of us are really, really psychotic fans like us. Some of these people barely know who she is, but like we all have a general consensus that it makes us uncomfortable. And that it's confusing. And it feels like it's meant to be confusing. Absolutely. And, you know, the comments. I want to talk about this for a moment. Because whether it is Britney or it's someone else trying to be Britney and project some sort of image, negative comments are going to be bad in both of those scenarios. Mm -hmm. Because if it is Britney, you're just saying mean things to her. Yeah. If it isn't Britney and it's someone controlling your Instagram, they're getting what they want from negative comments. Exactly. If you feel like po- like commenting positively is going to enable something that you feel like is bad, mm-hmm. then just don't comment. Yeah. Tell your friends, if you see them commenting, like, hey, don't comment that thing, especially if it's not nice. You know what I mean? I, I don't like when people negatively tear down her appearance. Mm-hmm. I don't like when people say she's crazy. I think that's ableist and I think it's gross. Mm-hmm. And once again, she's still a person, even if she's not doing these things and posting them. It's like, it, it, but she can see these comments somehow. Right. Like if she has a burner account, right? Like it's very probable. A lot of celebrities have burner accounts. They're just like, so that they can actually like see right? They can like look at people's stuff and they can comment on it or whatever secret accounts. Like that's a thing that celebrities do because you can't say all the things that you want to say on your personal account. You can't interact with your friends in the way that you want to. Totally. So if Brittany does have a burner account, we're just going to say hypothetically, and she sees these things that people say on her Instagram. God, that's got to be just heart wrenching. And we know she's hyper fixated on her appearance right now because Mm -hmm. of everything. So, and hyperfixated on the opinion of people, on the opinion of others, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's just so, it's so, it's cruel in a way that, like, my brain, like, people like us can't process. 
Yeah. Like I can't like I can't process that level of cruelty and it almost feels like to have to explain to someone how cruel it is to comment mean stuff on Britney Spears's Instagram at this point in life. Yeah. You like, you might, you're probably a lost cause. Come on, babes. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. really are like like you're punching your ticket to hell, mm-hmm. really, you know. <clears throat> like it's not it's not cute. Yeah. Now we can analyze her cryptic captions all day long, but I do have questions that I think we should pose that are important. That's kind of the theme of today's episode. (laughs) I know I'm repeating myself, everyone. I know that I am, but it's just because I want you to like be reasonable with us and level with us here. Mm -hmm. Um, Who is her team? Yeah. If the team was disbanded with the conservatorship, I know Jody was kind of like grandfathered in in some role. Um, But aside from all of that, some people would have been removed, right? Who is her team? Kate is her manager, right? Mm -hmm. Supposedly. Supposedly. (laughs) Who else does he manage? I don't know. Um, Why is she not like on a website, Mm -hmm. on a roster? You know, it's just like, who is her team? Her assistant was Vicky T., Vicky unceremoniously exited. Mm-hmm. And what's weird is that, you know, and I don't want to speculate here. Brittany did seem happy for a while with Vicky. Mm-hmm. Like she was genuinely smiling in those photos with her. They were like in the pool together, all that kind of stuff. Like yeah. we saw a lot of photos of Brittany that she did not look happy in over the past few years, right? Pre, pre a dismantling the conservatorship. She looked, she looked happy in my opinion. That doesn't mean that Vicky T is a good person and something bad didn't happen, but there were moments where there were positive things that were happening for Brittany. At least she seemed like she had a confidant. And then Vicky T leaves. Now, Vicky T gave her a happy birthday post recently um, and said very nice things. That makes me question even more, right? Like, was Vicky T removed from her? Did Brittany fire her? Did something happen? Did Brittany tell her something that she shouldn't have known? <laughs> yeah, I get that. Especially that last one. What do you, I mean, what do you think? Like, um, I, in my opinion, I think that she left because she couldn't handle the the insane amount of speculation. She was, I mean, there was a moment there where she really became public enemy. And it's funny because, like, the fandom is so lost that, like, we sort of, like, move in these waves with each other. Like, if a bunch of people are, like, pointing their gun at somebody we all do just instinctively, even even if we don't even know what the fuck's going on. So there was a short period where like Vicky was getting it. Like she was getting it from everybody on the internet hard. People were coming after her. Yeah. Um, so I think that she was like, I can't handle it. And she probably left on her own. And I agree with you. Brittany did look really like she was enjoying girl time for the first time in a really long time, you know? She needs even, that. Yeah, and she, it's like, it's sad that, like, those little tiny things would 
be something that would make her so happy. But it also makes you question even more, like, if this is a free bird, why can't she go to Fridays and have a fucking uh, hurricane? Why, why is that? Why, why, why can't she have more girl days? Why? Like we know the thing that's so frustrating about this is that we've known this girl for long enough. I understand that. And things change in a, in a 13 year span when you were being traumatized every day, but we know what like simple pleasures looked like to Britney Spears. We know what it looks like for her to enjoy a day in LA. We know what that looks like. Like you could map out, map it out from morning to night, every yeah. single part of it. Shopping, a coffee in hand, coffee, sunglasses. Yes. You know? yes. Like <clears throat> stopping at cool stores because they have cool things. Yeah. You know, like that's a day in the life of Britney Spears. And it's so simple. Her pleasures in life are very simple. She's a simple girl. She's not like, this isn't us trying to figure out Angelina Jolie. It's Britney Spears. You know yeah. what I mean? She likes to go to like the, the Pat Field store and like buy things. Like she's a simple girl. So I just don't understand why it's like, her, like even just simple pleasures. It feels like she can't, she's not allowed to do. Yeah. And even if, she might be like getting this girl time to someone we're not privy to it. Like the paparazzi will catch her at some yeah. point. Like they're not going to miss every single time that she's out and about. You yeah. know what I mean? That's weird to me sense. because I want everyone to remember that the paparazzi will never respect her privacy. They yeah. did not feel bad about anything they did to her in the past. They will get that shot. And she, listen, now this is a controversial opinion, and I, okay. I, have, I have talked about this before, but I've always believed that, you know, Britney's relationship with the paparazzi is much more layered than people um, want to talk about. And these documentaries don't present it as layered, even though it is a very nuanced relationship where one minute Britney hated the paparazzi and then the next minute she was like having the time of her life with them because she was bored, you know? And I think there were nights where she really enjoyed being out all night, having these idiots chase her around and like kind of making fun of them in a way. To her, it was fun. It was like an adrenaline rush. It was a roller coaster. It was like the the, the easiest way for somebody in her position to have a little, you know, reckless moment. Because that's what Britney really enjoyed was having a little, you know, reckless kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, bad girl moment you know yeah and i don't know i just it just it just doesn't make any fucking sense to me and i think it just doesn't fair. make sense oh i was gonna say sorry i went off on a tangent i was going to say that i think <laughs> <laughs> even now even now after what britney's been through because she's been so fucking bored I gotta be honest. I don't know how much Britney Spears would mind one of those days at this point. One of those like old school paparazzi days where the whole day she's just laughing in the paparazzi's face and giving them middle fingers and driving around LA and going to the beach and just doing things and like having fun. Like a reckless day. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? And I just like, it's just odd to me that we never see her out doing anything. Or even if she wanted to have a full on mom yogi day, just a day of going out and in literally anything that you do outside, <laughs> anything, anything that you do going to target anything. I know. And, and like, if she's not doing these things because she is like scared to leave her home. Mm-hmm. Sure. But that doesn't make any of this less puzzling. Right. So just, uh, you know, I'm trying to address things that people would push back on, right? Totally. Absolutely. <clears throat> now, there's more that we need to talk about with Instagram. <laughs> um, the Jamie, Lee Sp- Jamie Lynn Spears birthday post. Mm. <sighs> Honey. Now, Brittany sometimes hits me with a left hook. Mm-hmm. This was, this was a left hook. She uppercut me in the jaw, and then she kneed me in the balls with that one. Yes, this was a. I don't know you. That's my purse. Yeah, she, oh, bitch. I'm taking you down to your knees. <sighs> <laughs> I, you know, I. I <laughs> <laughs> I hate that I'm having this moment because I'm not going to edit this because I just want to post it. Um, but I, I, I think that that speaks for itself that I'm at a loss for words with that. Um, you know, the possibilities here. Well, the only possibility that I can like reasonably think of, and then there's some things that could potentially be it, but I don't even want to go there. Um, one is that she was being so snarky mm-hmm. and like, Jamie Lynn has made so much of Jamie Lynn's career about, or so much of Britney's career about Jamie Lynn, right? Mm-hmm. Every like interview that Jamie Lynn did when she was really trying to like sell her book and make herself look good. And now she's on that reality show. She's trying to make everything about her, right? Mm-hmm. So I could see because Britney is a snarky person. And mm-hmm. I mean that in the nicest way possible. Like Absolutely. snark, recognize snark. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, she could have been like really saying like, fuck you. Like I'm posting on my birthday about you because you want to make it about yourself all the time. Anyway, my mm-hmm. shining star, the hope of my life. Right? right. I could, I could see that reasonably being Brittany's thought process and people not getting it. Yeah. But also, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, almost identical thought. Like, I was like, this is either some good old-fashioned Britney sarcasm. She's either... I was trying... I was like, is she's If I can read this and I can hear it in Britney's Valley Girl voice, then I know it was sarcasm. If I hear it in... Like, oh, my God. That's Lindsay Lohan. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know... I'm like, okay, then it's sarcasm and I can... I, I get it, you know? Or... It's somebody posting on her behalf and trying to... Conf- and trying to make her not only look a little off, but to confuse the public and really send the people trying to uh, support her into a, a, like a tizzy. I think like their web, their, their way of like warfare is to divide her like her fans and confuse them and have them wonder what is actually best for her. Do you know what I mean? 
So I don't know. <clears throat> it's funny. I just opened Instagram and we got two Britney posts. Oh, okay. I was going to look for um, a quote from the, the post that we're talking about right now that I what wanted else? to bring up. But you know what? Let's just get into it. Okay. Just because we're doing this. We've already been sitting here for a while. Yeah. So 45 minutes ago, she posted a picture of a little girl in a dress, like okay. curtsying in front of a teddy bear. Black and white photo. Okay. Like Very Britney. Okay. Very Britney. You're like, uh, whatever. Here's the caption. It's long. Okay. It says, I'm that meditation bitch now. My husband hates it. He thinks I've gone bonkers. My masseuse is always doing it and he looks so peaceful. I'm like, wow, that looks interesting. Falling deep into yourself. I say all this because I try to make effort to take care of myself. Normally I forget to eat. I wait way too long and I'm too sensitive. So if anything goes wrong at the house, it's like the world has ended. So I got in my car yesterday and I cried. I cried so damn hard, but geez, my car is my spaceship. It's where I have my best interests, thoughts, creative urges, ideas. It's spiritual, totally spiritual, and we're all in this together on the road. So I don't feel alone unless those big 18-wheelers come by and hog the road and I want to shit on myself. But it's me time, my own inner thoughts. Well, I forgot to eat yesterday. I saw Jack in the box. I've never ate there a day in my fucking life. I was like, holy shit. And when I saw that big sign of pictures of the food, normally hate looking at food, but it's timing. Holy hog heavens. I got a cookies and cream milkshake with a double cheeseburger. Well, I'd been crying in the car, but nobody could tell. Only me. My face still looked normal. I was fine, but then there he was. This big man at the fucking window. He gave me pity. It's going to be okay. What the fuck did he just say? He doesn't know me, and I sure as hell didn't know his ass, so why did he say that? It's all going to be okay. I was offended. Fuck you, stupid man at the jack of the box. You don't know me. You're not my blood, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> we were really, like, going somewhere with that, and then the very end. And then there's always, like, this little turn that it takes. So, you know what? And then, of course, people are commenting. People. What are they, what are they saying? People are saying, like, I don't think this is the his fault, man. He was just trying to be compassionate. Sounds to me like he was just trying to be kind. The world needs kindness. He saw you were upset and wanted you to know he realized and acknowledged it. And then someone said, trusting the algorithm to bring me to the Jack in the Box guys TikTok. Now, if that <laughs> fucking happens, yeah, I will that... never, I will never question it again. <laughs> yeah. Because where are the pictures of Britney at Jack in the Box in LA? That's what I mean. Yeah. Because we got pictures of her going to McDonald's all the damn time. Right. Where is the photo of Britney crying in her car? driving around LA and then going to Jack in the Box, having a full-on conversation with the guy that took her money. Where, where, where is that? And also the comment about, like, you're not my blood. She doesn't right. like anybody in her family. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that is confusing. How is that not objectively confusing? It is. But it here's the thing. I'm not going to comment on the post and be like, that's weird. That's crazy. Yeah. Right. You know, 
But the world needs more um, sweetness. Yeah, tell that to Britney Spears. Thanks, June. And now, but now people are like, "You're so far gone. You're beyond repair. You're unhinged." Mm-hmm. Which is what they want. Even if it is Britney posting it, it's what they want, right? It's what they want. Yeah. So and like we're people are fickle idiots, and just as as quickly as they'll watch it, just as quick as people will forget about the entire career of the most famous person and truly in the entire globe, then they'll like forget how we treated her and need to be reminded of it with all these stupid documentaries. We're like, yeah. Oh yeah. We were, we were mean to Britney. Those are the same people who will then a month after her conservatorship be bullying her on the internet. Those are all the exact same fickle idiot people. So it, it's like what happens with Mariah Carey all the time too, you know, yeah. one of the, the most number one hits behind the Beatles in history and people yeah. are like, eh, she just writes Christmas music. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. right off they were so easy to write off women. But anyway, there's one more piece of this before we get into Sam. Cause we're getting there um, that I want to ask you about. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it is Brittany's relationship to Selena Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She posts that one picture of her all the time <laughs> with like the airbrush, like words on it, and, like the bubble gum. I love that Twitter meme of somebody where somebody was like, nobody. And then Britney Spears. And it was that picture. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so assuming that Britney controls her Instagram, it has to mean something. Right. There's been speculation that Britney and Selena have fallen out. Mm-hmm. There's been also speculation that Britney keeps reaching out to Selena in this way because she needs to be noticed and like get help. And she thinks Selena can help her. Mm-hmm. If she's a free person, she should just be able to talk to Selena Gomez. Right. Mm-hmm. She was at her wedding. Um, you know, all of that aside, the most puzzling thing to me is we know Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber's history and Britney Spears keeps posting or whomever mm-hmm. ju- uh, Justin Bieber songs. Mm-hmm. She's dancing to them. She also talked about that damn monkey in Mexico named Justin mm-hmm. Bieber like a million times. Mm-hmm. What can you pull out of this that makes sense to you? I'm going to be honest, not much. <laughs> <laughs> You want me to be honest with you? <laughs> not a whole lot, girl. Not I really this one. That was me whistling. Um, right over my head. Just absolutely I, I do I I can't make any sense of this whatsoever. Like literally at all. The Britney Selena thing. <laughs> you know that Bridget that Bridget Nielsen meme where she takes off her glasses and she she does the like I <laughs> I don't understand. So I'm going to open this up for discussion to anyone listening to this. Um, I want to hear what you think. Like, not that Selena Gomez is an alien and she's probing Britney. Like, please don't say anything outlandish like that. Mm-hmm. If you 
actually know something if Selena Gomez is tied to someone in Hollywood who is trying to hurt Britney, if Selena and Britney reportedly had some sort of falling out and there's some sort of source, whatever. I'm not trying to act like anybody like that is listening. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying, like, if you have something constructive to add to this, I I want to hear it. And, like, how odd that, like – Selena Gomez doesn't have anything constructive to add to it. Like, Selena Gomez is never able to give any sort of, like, authentic answer about what she talks about with Britney Spears or what their relationship is or if they communicate a lot. Like, I know that she was your idol and I know that she's the reason that you are a pop star and she gave you confidence. I know all, I know the, the E! True Hollywood Story version of you guys' friendship, but, like, what is the tea? Yeah. Because if all these people are wondering every day why this is happening and you could help and you, like, care about this woman, I'm not blaming her for anything, but I'm just saying, like, why is she not ever just, like, stated clearly what is going on? Like, you know what I mean? It's just weird. And your platform is mental health. And you stuck up for Taylor during the Masters thing with Scooter Braun. Yes. So, you know, I just want to know. I just want to know, honey. Yeah. Selena, if you're listening, we need a statement, babes. You are. Which you, which we know you are, Girl. because of my massive podcast that is talking. <laughs> um, okay, well, we're gonna put a pin in that, and I think it's time to move to our final topic, which is a little bit more about Sam. Yeah. So let me let me just kind of uh, toss out a little bit here that I found out, and that is not much. Um, which I think is telling in itself. It is not impossible for a celebrity to fall in love with an everyday person. Some mm-hmm. of some celebrities really prefer that because they like a break from, you know, the biz and they like a sense of normalcy in a partner. Other celebrities prefer to have another celebrity because it's hard for a non-rich person to understand like rich famous people things. Like whether that's a first world problem or not, that's just the truth. So it is not like weird for a celebrity to fall in love with a person like Sam Asghari. It is weird for Britney Spears to fall in love with someone like Sam Asghari. According to his IMDb, his first credit was the work from home uh, music video for fifth harmony. He is one of the construction workers. His second credit is the slumber party music video, which is where he met Britney. Okay. Mm. He has no social media presence before 2015. I looked back (laughs) at everything. Mm -hmm. I looked at his sister's accounts. He has two sisters. They also don't have social media presence earlier than like same, same kind of time period, like 2013, Mm -hmm. 2014, 2015, nothing that could implicate them in any way. Um, Sam, uh, has a lot of fitness shit, of course, from the early days. Um, I looked up anybody who he had tagged. Uh, I, I did a deep dive. And really, honestly, on paper, there's nothing concerning about Sam Ascari. On paper. Now, as we mentioned earlier <laughs> in this episode, we don't understand how he just passed all of the Mario Kart shells 
mm-hmm. in the conservatorship mm-hmm. and got to Britney Spears just by being on her music video, which funny Britney Spears has had a lot of hot men in her mm-hmm. music videos post conservatorship too. a lot of hot men. Yeah. A lot of single straight hot men. Yeah. Leading man type. Britney loves either a very conventionally handsome Brad Pitt or she loves a grungy, like Fred Durst, Kevin Federline type. Like she does not have an in between, <laughs> you know? Um, I would put, you know, like Sam Lutfi, like down in the grunge, you know, I like you can, you can categorize all of her partners. Yes. Um, so Sam sl- slides by and then they're suddenly dating. Now, Troy, you sent me some very inf- interesting information about Sam. Mm-hmm. So here's the bomb. And and you all might know this, okay? I did not know this until recently. Troy, did you know this before you saw that? Yes. But like seeing it compile, like somebody yeah. did a really great TikTok and just compiled yeah. all of it. And I was like, oh my God. Because, you know, you get inundated with so much information. You just forget stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, ooh, so basically, uh, this guy, Bobby Campbell, he is, you probably would know him through photos with Lady Gaga because he's Lady Gaga's manager. And I, for whatever reason, I don't know why the picture sticks out in my head so much, but I remember the first time ever seeing him, um, was when Lady Gaga went to Britney's Piece of Me show because he, or because Lady Gaga introduced Bobby to Britney and he was like, Oh my God. Like he's, and he posted the picture and he said like, Oh my God, thank you Lady Gaga for making my dream come true. I was able to meet Britney Spears. Um, She's so amazing, blah, blah, blah. And then um, you started seeing these articles pop up about Bobby Campbell, maybe becoming Britney's new manager. And how crazy is that? You know, Lady Gaga's manager might now manage Britney Spears. So fast forward a million years up to now, and Bobby Campbell is dear, dear good friends with Lou Taylor. Very good friends with Lou Taylor. And Bobby Campbell also just so happens to be good friends with Sam. Photos of them together on vacation. On vacation, yeah. Like they're like extremely close. So how weird is it? That Britney's husband is dear, dear, dear good Judy's with a man who vacations with Lou Taylor. Because Bobby Campbell and Lou Taylor are not just friends. They're literally like, they are very, very close. He like is constantly shouting Lou Taylor out on his Instagram. He's always tagging Lou Taylor He's constantly praising Lou Taylor for everything she's done for him and his career and his connect the way he's been able to connect to people in Hollywood because of her, the jobs that he's gotten because of Lou. And it's, sorry, way too weird, way too close to home. Sorry, fucking weird. And Troy, I don't mean to correct you here, but I actually think that Bobby shouted out Lou as a thank you for meeting Britney, not Gaga. Oh, did I say that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. Yes. And that piece is important too, because that means that Lou orchestrated their meeting. Yes, right. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Thank you, Lou, for orchestrating this amazing dream come true. Which, which would imply that Lady Gaga and Lou are chummy. 
because they were all at the show together. Yeah. Lady Gaga, the advocate for those without a voice, mm-hmm. who has gone on record to show her support for Britney. Oh. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it there. You're right. I mean, if that isn't the biggest red flag, if you've listened to all of this and rolled your eyes, and that isn't a red flag to you, I am not friends with people who hate my boyfriend. (laughs) Right. Very that. So why would I be friends with someone who imprisoned my boyfriend for 13 years? (laughs) And you have to wonder, you know, Sam is like, not that he's like getting so many jobs, but obviously his jobs and his interviews have been much more high profile post Britney, obviously. And it just, and and we know the one thing that we can all agree on is that Sam is extremely fame hungry. This man wants to be famous in a bad way. Like he is desperate to be like a leading action star. He wants to be the rock. He wants to be Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. You know? And, and his sister know, does too. Yeah. She also very, very, very much wants to be a celebrity and be a fucking Kardashian. Yep. And it just makes you wonder, you know, what promises Lou has made to Sam about what she can do for his career if he's able to lock down this money. That's all I'm saying, allegedly. Allegedly. Sam just booked a TV show for 2023 on Paramount Plus mm. called Lioness, his nickname for Britney. Makes you wonder how. And I'm also just going to say this. Say it, honey. <laughs> and this is because you had said earlier, you know, about people commenting on Britney's appearance and stuff and how annoying that is. And it is. It's disgusting. Like, people commenting about how she, like, looks bad and shit on her Instagram. Like, you're really out of your mind for doing that. That being said, you have Sam out here who has had a complete style renovation. He is in head-to-toe decked out in designer clothes. He's red carpet ready all the time. This man does not miss a beat every single hair is in place he looks perfect every single fucking day he got all new teeth he got all new teeth there are photos of him pre-veneers right like he doesn't step out of the house without looking a million bucks every fucking day and when he's on a red carpet he is red carpet ready to go okay and i just find it very odd that his superstar wife is walking around L.A. with extensions that are hanging off of the ends of her hair. But he, this person he supposedly is with all the time and lives with and spends all of his time with, is, like, constantly, like, pampered and pruned and looks perfect. I just find that to be very odd. And, like, and and we don't even have to mention post-conservatorship because, as we mentioned, Brittany doesn't go out very much now, but... Whenever she was in the conservatorship, when she was walking out of that clinic and she just looked so sad, Mm -hmm. he looked perfect. Perfect. 
That's weird. That's fucking weird. I'm sorry. Like, again, it would be like you and Daniel walking around and like you like looking like like looking in a way that people would be worried about your mental health. Like you're like, you know what I mean? Just based on your appearance and like what you're wearing and how disheveled you are. And Daniel's like walking around in, Ar- in an Armani tux. Yeah. It's like every single day. <clears throat> it's just weird. I know. So think what you want, but Sam is two degrees separated from Lou Taylor publicly. Publicly. So what does that mean privately? I think that's an important question to raise. Um, I would love to know more. Me too. So it's not bad to sleuth. Mm -hmm. It's not bad to ask reasonable questions. Mm -hmm. It is bad to say mean and negative things. And like, we could make fun of Sam's aesthetic. We can make fun of a lot of things about Sam. That is not constructive either. Right. What we can point out is his tie to Lou Taylor. Yeah. That is documented in public. That is what is constructive. Everyone that's listening. And why he has become her voice. I don't want to hear from her through you. I, I don't think that you're a very bright person, sir. I don't think there's very much going on there. Himbo. Himbo. I don't want to hear from her through you. I don't have interest in you. I don't care that you want to be an action star. I don't care that you got new cufflinks or that you have a watch endorsement. I don't give a fuck about you. You two are not like a package deal when it comes like this person is a, is a, like an institution. She's an American institution. I don't give a fuck about you. So I don't like let her, if she's fine, let her fucking pick up her phone and tell us that she's fine. I don't need to hear it through you, through a paid sponsorship where you're tagging some fucking green tea. Like at this point, I'm really ready to throw bows. (laughs) I'm ready for Sam to catch these hands. Yeah. (laughs) To be completely fucking honest with you. Well, it's very clear that we have a lot of questions. <laughs> no answers. Not one. <laughs> and, and, you know, and I don't even know if the answers were important here, but just to point out the things that are reasonable to question. Right. I sound like a broken record. Literally, yeah. I sound like a broken record, but I, but you know, I just want to mention that. Yeah. So Britney Spears does not owe us anything. In terms of her career, acting a certain way like a celebrity, I think it is reasonable surrounding the circumstances to want to know if she is safe and happy. Yeah. So we keep trucking on. (laughs) And we will. I mean, we will keep trucking on like this. You know, we're in this for the long haul. I know. Us us Britney gays, we don't quit. We We just don't. don't quit so yeah it is what it is so do you have any anything else you want to add any final thoughts anything that we might have missed um yes i do okay so 
Um, one thing that I think would really help people a lot, just based on the comments that I've been seeing, um, a lot about like Britney's voice and like, this doesn't sound like her and that doesn't sound like her. And I can't tell if that's her. Is that a thing? Um, a lot of people get really put off by Britney's deep voice. And Sam had posted a video of them in bed. Um, I think you would, you mentioned it earlier. The one of her in bed and him being like, we're on live. Oh yeah. I didn't mention uh, it, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. She, he had posted a video of them in bed together and she didn't want to be on camera. And he was like, we're on live. Like, do you want to talk to people on live? And she was like, I'm always on live. I'm always on, I'm always on. I don't want to talk to the people. And she said, the people coming up at the bottom, I don't want to talk to them. She was using her deep voice and people were like, that's not her. That was the most authentic Britney moment that we've had in a long time. And it was like scary and weird because it would look like it was supposed to like not be happening. And so basically all that to say, I would think it would be really smart for people at this moment to watch chaotic. Hmm. Because that's like a lot of people have never seen that side of Britney Spears and they don't know that really authentic side of her where she's like a deep voiced Southern woman. (laughs) Um, And that's a real candid look at a Britney that you've never seen. And I just think it would help a lot of people understand like who she is. Yeah. That's all. I agree. Sorry. I didn't mean to go on such a long tangent. You're totally fine. Whew. Troy, I really appreciate you being here. I know a lot of people are listening today because they really respect your opinion and your thoughts. I do too. I couldn't think of anyone, um, you know, that I would want to discuss this with more than you. And so we're actual like real friends, everyone. Um, and so I, I really appreciate that you wanted to come on here and, and talk about this with me. It is a difficult topic. Um, I know that this episode isn't going to make everyone happy, (laughs) Um, but it's okay. Um, Now, once again, I uh, know I sound really bad, but I don't always sound like this. Um, And so thanks for bearing with me and my voice. Um, I have season three coming out real soon of this podcast. I talk about my favorite girlies and uh, I'm covering girl groups next. My first episode of my next season, season three, my first girl group, Spice Girls. You do not want to miss it. (laughs) I have a new format. I'm going to do a solo deep dive episode for part one. And then part two, I'm going to discuss something topical with a guest. It is nice and salacious what I'm discussing with the Spice Girls in episode or part two. So you do not want to miss it. So tune in for part one to wet your whistle and then ride all the way to climax with me in part two. I said it, I don't care. Um, So personal plug there, but Troy, once again, thank you so much for being on here. Um, Yeah. Thank you for having me. I just want to say really quick that you did a really, like you did a really good job because this was like not an easy thing to navigate and like you just put this together really well. And I think made a lot of people feel like they're not crazy for having these thoughts or these worries. And um, yeah, I, I have been like putting off talking about this because I just <laughs> felt overwhelmed by it. And like you made me feel really comfortable talking about it. So um, yeah, I just appreciate you and I love you. Well, that means a lot coming from you. You know, I love you too, boo. Um, 
Do you have any um, cool things coming up with either of your podcasts or anything that you want to talk about? Any cool things we can expect from Beyond the Blinds that people have been waiting for? Any news that you can share right now? You know, nothing crazy. Just that we have some really fun stuff planned for our Patreon for December. Um, We do a stoner episode every month. Or we try to do one every month. And this year we're doing a stoner episode for Christmas. So Kelly and I are gonna have an edible and ask each other some silly questions um with I'm some so here. so that'll be fun so yes um my other podcast is called beyond the blinds um beyond blinds.com slash patreon is where you can find it and yeah and i'm a patron yes jesse's a patron he gets shout outs all the time Oh my god, you're right. Oh my god, you're so you're too good to me, babes. Um, <laughs> oh my god, I'm Sam, and I married you for clout. <laughs> I'm your da- your spinning lioness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too soon. Sorry, sorry, no, sorry, soon. everyone. Um, but yeah, everyone, check out Beyond the Blinds. Um, you'll get all of the the second life of a celebrity that Troy mentioned before. So. Thank you so much for listening here. Um, please, please let us know what you think about this episode. Rate, review, subscribe. You can find my podcast at Jesse's Girls Pod on Instagram. And just like there's no I in team, there is no I in Jesse. We will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.